812, some COVID restrictions remain in place here in Alberta, and that's even as we've had some success in starting to flatten the curve once again. That's one of the many issues affecting Calgarians, and to get his thoughts on COVID numbers and other issues on Friday mornings, we'd love to say good morning to Calgary Mayor Nahed Nenshi. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, everyone. Happy to be here with you. Happy Friday to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, You know, we're hearing lots of people on our text line getting frustrated, getting upset that these COVID restrictions are still in place, especially when it comes, obviously, to the hospitality industry. Your thoughts on that? Was it the right thing to do to keep those restrictions in place for now? Yeah, certainly it was. We're not at the finish line yet. Uh, And the worst thing we could do, especially in the hospitality industry where you have such perishable inventory that you have to buy, is to uh, lift restrictions and then put them back down again. And I've talked to lots of restaurant owners who said, please don't do that. We're, you know, we're barely keeping our head above water with takeout and pickup business and the fact that because of these restrictions, we're eligible for the federal rent subsidy. Um, But if you let us open, we're no longer eligible for the subsidy. And then if you close this again for the third time, that would be really problematic. So, um, you know, I'm trying to delve a little more deeply into the numbers. And on the surface, the case level and the positivity rate and the R value, which are the kind of three of the five things that uh, Dr. Hinshaw looks at, Mm -hmm. are trending well. But there's a question in the data that I haven't yet figured out, which is we're actually testing way fewer people. And that could just be because way fewer people are feeling sick, which is great. Uh, but it might be that for some reason people are not being tested uh, and because our hus- our hospitalization and our ICU rates are just as high as they were when the restrictions were put in. Uh, they, haven't, they haven't moved at all. And that just might be people who are quite ill, who are taking some while to recover or unfortunately not recover, uh, who are in the system. Uh, or it may be that our testing uh, is a bit too low. And I don't really have a good sense of that quite yet. Well, you can understand, I'm sure, uh, Mr. Mayor, in the sense that, you know, with politics, optics or everything and communication is key. It's hard to run a business uh, when the chief medical officer of health comes out and says a little while longer. I, yeah. I, you can't schedule anything. So you can understand how this impacts business owners. Yeah, no, 100 percent. And one of the things that I think the province learned this summer was they have to give plenty of notice for their changes. You know, in the summer, as you recall, uh, restaurants had one day's notice when they were told in Calgary they weren't going to open. When they were ready to open, you can't do that. Um, it's not like these are light switches that you can turn on and off. So I don't much like a little while longer either. But I suspect that the folks in the provincial government are having the same questions about the data that I am, about whether we're looking at a long-term trend or if this is a blip in the data. That said, I'm very, very pleased to see the case numbers go down to where they are and the positivity go down where they are and the R number, which is that number that says how many person, uh, an infected person will infect is now below one, which is where we need it to be. Uh, but I will remind you all that uh, our lower numbers now are approximately where they were when we started ringing the alarm mm-hmm. in uh, October, November, December. I uh, wanted to switch gears a little bit and talk to you about uh, a couple of environmental issues that um, you've, the city anyway, has uh, sort of spoken out about. One was coal mining, the other is Keystone XL, and your thoughts mm-hmm. on both of those. Sure. Um, on the coal mining piece, uh, you know, I have to admit that I, like many Albertans, this was not on my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of knew that there were some changes going on in coal mining, but I hadn't paid much attention and in the last week, I've gotten tons of phone calls from everyone from Corb Lund, Corb Lund, the singer, to mayors, 
uh, various towns and cities in southern Alberta saying this is terrifying and it really impacts our headwaters. And one thing that people may not know about what the city of Calgary does is because of the way the water licenses on the Bow River work, we have taken a role kind of as the steward of the whole Bow River watershed and making sure that the watershed um, is safe both upstream and downstream of us. And although the lands in question are not the headwaters of the Bow and Elbow Rivers, they're the headwaters of the Red Deer and the Old Man Rivers, it's all the same river system. So we have a concern around the overall watershed that we're going to be exploring a little bit more next week. The other thing is, our other job is economic development, is attracting development, attracting jobs to Calgary. And on the one hand, the coal mines may seem like a source of jobs. On the other hand, they make it harder to sell Calgary to other kinds of businesses who say, you know, will I be able to attract the young people I need to work from around the world if I was headquartered in Calgary, if Alberta and Calgary had this image as a retrograde place that does this kind of open pit mining. So those are the things that we're trying to balance. Um, On Keystone, uh, you know, this is uh, something I've been working on for many years. I've been fortunate enough to, uh, you know, sat with ambassadors and U.S. senators and Congress people and even the decision maker in the Obama White House to talk about the importance of Keystone XL. So obviously, I think that this decision that President Biden made was was a poor one. Uh, Keystone XL is part of Canada's climate plan. So from an environmental perspective, it was the right thing to do. And of course, from an economic perspective, it was the right thing to do. So this was a bad decision. That said, um, it wasn't an unexpected decision. I mean, we all knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And um, so I do hope that the government of Canada and Premier Kenny and the government of Alberta have been working on their contingency plans because um, I got to tell you that the early reaction didn't make me think that this was an expected thing, right? Yeah. Um, and we got to know what plans B, C, D, E, and F are. And, and, and I got to tell you, no, imposing tariffs and countervailing duties on your largest trading partner, mm-hmm. cutting off your nose to spite your face, that's not going to work. Um, and so ultimately we need, to, uh, we need to figure out, and the Prime Minister is speaking with the new president today, We need to figure out if there is any negotiating room there. And if not, then what? How do we guarantee market access for Alberta Energy, Canada's largest export, to the world? Uh, And I sure hope that smarter people than me have been working hard on this question. Because ultimately, if this is something that the president thought was so important that he did it as his very first thing on his very first day, you know, Lady Gaga finished singing and Mm -hmm. he signed this thing. Um, that probably means it's kind of important to him. Yeah. And it's not something that, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, yelling and screaming uh, in Alberta is going to change his mind on. We've got to be much more thoughtful than that. Yeah, I like that uh, plan, B, C, D, E, and F. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for your time uh, today, Mr. Mayor. We appreciate it. Thank you all. Have a great weekend.